Hello there and Happy New Year to you. This is the 31st of December 2018 and it's the final, final podcast of the year. And if you are looking for a property in 2019, I wish you every success and I hope that this um, podcast will serve to give you a really good foundation for your search. Um, The reason I'm offering some statistics in this podcast is because I find that when clients come to me, they're often quite Uh, prone to focusing on what they don't know about buying a property, the whole business of property buying and the property market. And I can really understand that because most of us only buy a property maybe twice or three times in a lifetime. So uh, we aren't familiar when with exactly how it all works. And we are in uncharted territories and unfamiliar waters when we are engaging in a house buying process. So what I want to do with this episode is just give you some key facts and figures about the property market. So at least you know um, that you've got these kind of bankers of information to serve as a foundation to you as you get on with your search. So what we're I plan to do is to take a bird's eye view of the Irish property market. So let's just say we're flying over Ireland and we're looking down. We would see, well, how many homes are there in Ireland? And the answer is there are actually about two million homes. That's a combination of houses and apartments in Ireland. And of these two million, we will expect to see 55,000 of these change hands in 2018. So basically in 2018, about 55,000 homes will change hands. And that's actually quite a low percentage of our total number of homes that will change hands. In general, in Ireland, for whatever reason, we actually have a much lower level of physical transactions than, for example, in France or Germany or Spain, where typically 5% of their homes would change hands every year. In Ireland, it's somewhere between 1.4 and 2% of homes that change hands. So we're quite, we don't tend to sell our homes as often as others, which is perhaps interesting to know. So if we were flying overhead and we're wondering, well, where is expensive to buy and where is not so expensive? Well, it won't be any surprise to anyone to hear that Dublin is the most expensive place to buy in the Republic of Ireland with an average house price right now of 375,000. So that's of the top five um, expensive areas to buy in Ireland. Dublin is number one with that average house price of uh, 375,000. So it goes Dublin, Galway, Cork, Limerick and Waterford. And Waterford is fifth with an average property value of 185,000. So that's the range of the top five most expensive places uh, to buy in Dublin. And then in, in Ireland, I should say. And then in terms of the least expensive places to buy, we have Roscommon, Sligo, Longford and Leitrim. And Leitrim's coming in with an average house price of 132000 So in general, I would say that average house prices, quoting average house prices or average anything, is a really unuseful thing to do because every market is so specific. Um, you know, an average price includes both the price of a one bed apartment and a five bed detached family home. So to that extent, it's not necessarily that useful to deal in averages. But as I say, this episode is really just to give you an 
overview of a big picture of what's going on in the Irish property market. So in terms of the most expensive place you can buy in Dublin, South County Dublin and then South Dublin City, North Dublin City and Wicklow. I know Wicklow isn't in Dublin, but I guess it effectively acts as a suburb for Dublin. But they are the most expensive places you can buy a property in Ireland at the moment, with South County Dublin coming in at an average of 591,000 per property. And then, as I mentioned, the least expensive are the likes of Roscommon, Sligo, Longford and Leitrim, with an average price of 132,000 in Leitrim. So, um, one thing that we can expect to see over in 2019 is uh, perhaps an extra supply of property coming into the market as a result of the new Airbnb legislation. You might know that Airbnb um, is no longer going to be legal as of the 1st of June and by that I mean Airbnb in a property that is not your principal primary residence. So for anyone who lives in a home and rents out a room um, or rents out their house for under 90 days of a year, that's all perfectly reasonable when it comes to Airbnb. But what's not going to be reasonable is if you have a second property and you rent it out on a strictly Airbnb basis only. That's not going to be legal. And that in turn is expected to um, add a further supply into the market of property and that may be for sale or it may be for rent who knows but right now i'm seeing um some properties that have been predominantly used for airbnb coming into the market for sale because people don't want to become full-time um landlords to long-term leases so it could be that the airbnb injection of supply into the market is going to perhaps act as a further break on the upward uh, rise of prices in Dublin. So I just want to have a quick look at the prices in Dublin because we have seen that right now property price, the, the price of property in Dublin is only rising at 2.9%, which is quite a slowdown in rise. In, in in the rise of property prices. Um, for example, at the end of last year, property prices in Dublin were rising by about 11% year on year. So this is representing a slowdown and looking at Ronan Lyon's great daft reports, where I get lots of my information from, he has uh, pointed out that there is a significant increase in supply in property for sale in Dublin this year. For example, right now in December 2018, there are 4,800 properties on the market in Dublin, whereas at the very start of 2017, there were only 2,800 properties for sale. So we're looking at right now 4,800 for sale versus basically December 2016, January 2017, only 2,800 for sale. So we've, it's not quite double, but we've nearly 75% more properties for sale or an increase of 75% of properties for sale. So that in turn, using the law of supply and demand, means that house prices have actually slowed down uh, in the Dublin area. However, they haven't slowed down anywhere else in Ireland. They're galloping away um, at a rate of, say, for example, um, we're at 3% or 2.9% 
price rise in Dublin at the moment. If you, as we've looked at Dublin, Galway, Cork, Limerick, Waterford as the top five, then the price rises are rising upwards from 2.9% in Dublin, right up to 10% in Waterford. So Dublin is the only city where the level of prices have stopped rising to such an extent. So um, in terms of, so that gives us a sense of what's for sale on the market, what the levels of supply are, what the rate of price rises are in Ireland. So now how about borrowing? What if you're someone who wants to borrow? Well, there are two ways that the lending institutions who want to lend you money are limited. And one is they they need to limit themselves either on a loan to income basis, e.g. where they only lend you up, up to three and a half times your gross annual income, um, or they need to limit themselves on a loan to value basis, which is if you're a first time buyer, they're only allowed to lend you up to 90% of the property value. And if you're a second time buyer, they're allowed to lend you up to 80% of the property value. So there are also limits uh, or other exceptions that banks can make. Um, so in as a rough rule of thumb, they have up to 20% exceptions they can make on their loan book. So in 80% of situations, they have to limit themselves to the three and a half times income um, level or the 90% or 80% uh, loan to value level. But in 20% of cases, they can make an exception, which means, and that is in 20% of cases over the whole calendar year, they can make an exception. Uh, so that perhaps if they particularly fancy one particular couple who they feel are very strong candidates for loan, they can lend them more, more, lot more than three and a half times their income. If they're a stellar couple and they the bank feels like they're a very sound bet. So in general, these 20% of exceptions can be made by the bank over a calendar year. And in my experience, the bank tends to make most of their exceptions in January and February. So if you're someone looking to buy next year and um, you feel like you might be someone who could benefit from some of these exceptions where you're not strictly limited to three and a half times your salary or uh, to a certain percentage of the loan to value that's stipulated, then you should make sure that you apply for a loan very early in the year, as in January or February. So, so let's say you have figured out um, that you want to borrow. What kind of mortgage rates are going at the moment in Ireland? So as of the 22nd of December, the variable interest rates ranged from 3.15%, that was with one bank, up to 4.5%. So um, my notes show that 3.15% was AIB, a variable interest rate, and Bank of Ireland was at 4.5%. So that just gives you some idea of the range of the variable lending rate for mortgages. Um, then it's worth looking at, let's say you are agreed to, you have agreed to buy your house. How long is it likely to take for a property to go sale agreed in Ireland at the moment? Well, it, the, it is slowing down 
Um, so, for example, at the start of the year, 50% of all properties on the market were finding a buyer, a going sale agreed within two months of being on the market. Whereas throughout the year, this slowed to 37%. So that means that now only 37% of all properties listed on the market will become sale agreed within the first two months of uh, going for sale. So things are taking a little bit longer to go sale agreed and that's not surprising given that there is a increased level of supply. Then once um, a property is sale agreed, how long does it take to go from being sale agreed to the sale closing? Um, so the answer is it, it's variable. It really can vary. And I have to say my experience is that it takes um, on average between three and five months for a sale to close. However, one trend I think is definitely emerging all the time among estate agents is um, an increasing focus on making sure that vendors have their documentation in order before the estate agent lists their property for sale. And Hunter's estate agents have been particularly active in this. And I think it's such a great idea because if a vendor does not have title deeds and proper documentation to offer a prospective buyer, then it's going to delay the sale agreed process by quite some while. Um, so I would hope that next year we'll see a big drive into um, a big, a big drive towards having vendors being really ready with their documentation. Um, another thing that's going to have a huge effect on um, Ireland next year is Brexit and what happens and what will happen with Brexit. Because right now, um, perhaps right now we've seen a slowdown in price increases in Dublin. And as we've mentioned, one reason is more than likely to be with an increased level of supply. But there's no doubt but that Brexit has got to have be having some sort of stalling effect on the market because nobody knows what's going to happen. And I think people aren't sure whether this might be a great thing that's about to happen or a terrible thing that's about to happen to us. Um, great in that maybe we'll see new companies relocating here with the result that more houses need to be bought and more people need to be housed and that might drive the property market further but um, maybe negative in that people who could buy who have brexit sensitive british sensitive businesses or jobs might now no longer be happy to borrow the levels of money because they feel they're future is uncertain or their business is uncertain so we really just don't know what's going to happen um, so that's going to be an, another key uh, weather, piece of weather that's coming into the property market next year. And then um, one, th two things I'd like to say before I finish up this week is to say that if you are looking for a property and uh, you have just been using the traditional My Home and Daft um websites on your laptop, may I really urge you to get the app version of My Home and the app version of Daft on your phone. And when you get them, when you go into the search button, I suggest on My Home, it's you go into My Home, you do search, you go up to the top left hand corner and you click on Nearby. And that gives you a 
immediate sense of what property values are in any areas that might be of interest to you. So it's just a great way of searching by map um, and seeing straight away what the values are. And in Daft, if you get the app version of Daft and use the near me section um, or the near me function, that also is a great way of searching properties that are nearby rather than going in and entering uh, filling out the usual windows that they have on the my home and the daft uh, websites so i love the my home app the daft app on my home use the near me function on daft use the nearby function and i just find them really useful so that's all i can think of right now to help you um or not to help you but to to offer you some key bits of information for your property search and I really look forward to a year of talking and thinking about property with you and I'm always delighted to hear of any suggestions you may have for podcast topics or if you'd like to be interviewed and think you're, uh, you'd be of interest to our listeners then please get in touch. My number is 087-257-4573 and if you simply don't have the time to find a property next year and you need the help of a buyer's agent such as myself I'd be delighted to hear from you. Um, my website is brefneyokelly.ie Thank you for listening and very new year.